0: We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare.
1: What happens to those
2: 29 people who have health insurance? I believe many people in my own state believe that health care is a right, R-I-G-H-T, regardless of income.
3: One of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine.
4: This is America's Healthcare Challenge on Newstalk 1290, Newstalk 1290KOL.com, and the Newstalk 1290 KOL mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, Self-Funded Plan Administrators, and Caring for People Services. This program is produced by E.D. Bellis and available worldwide on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
5: And welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. If it's the first time listening, thank you so much for your time. Here's what you're going to learn in the next uh, hour here on the program. You're going to learn a lot about what's happening with the, the changes in Washington on uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act or whatever you want to call it, because that's the focus of this show, helping you understand all these changes and we're going to have more in-depth analysis this week on the AHCA, which is the GOP House proposal, and the Congressional Budget Office releasing their cost and coverage estimates, which is something that we've focused exclusively on this show and in helping you understand what all those numbers mean. And uh, we're going to spend the next segment uh, really going into depth as far as how many people are actually going to be online to potentially lose coverage, how how is this going to affect the debt and the deficit, which is something that is, is incredibly important. What type of timeline are we looking at as far as changes to any health reform effort and the future of some of the taxes in the ACA, which is important for you as an individual? If you're worried about the individual mandate, it's the tax season coming up right now. You're probably filing your 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 reports and your, your taxes for the government, and you might have noticed that there is a, a new new uh, part of, of that process, which is, telling the the federal government that you have health insurance. And that is, of course, part of the Affordable Care Act's individual mandate provisions or the individual shared responsibility provisions. And we're going to look a little bit more closely at some of the coverage impacts. And, you know, by the way, not to insert semantics into this, but we're going to actually have a discussion about the word coverage in a segment because – I think it is getting misconstrued by by some people and uh, in particularly in the media when it comes to what that actually means. And so we're going to take a moment to explain whether or not coverage actually means access to care and actually care at an affordable price that is high quality. And did the Affordable Care Act do that? That was the mission of that law. And we will look at whether that happened and what it actually means to people with Coverage. We're going to spend the fourth segment looking at some of those issues, as well as what we're seeing on the Medicaid expansion front, which is a huge issue for the whole uh, fundamental mechanics of the Affordable Care Act and how it was passed. So we're going to take a look at why people could be hurt under under any changes, examining the provider impact, some of the state government responsibilities and those who could be disenfranchised. And then finally, we will conclude the episode with looking at the chances of the AHCA in the United States Senate, which is a place where I used to work. I used to work for the Senate Finance Committee, which is going to be one of the places. And those folks on that committee are going to be key members involved in the process of whatever happens to this House GOP replacement. I don't think you could look at anything news related and not see things about healthcare reform right now, it's probably one of the top issues out there. And I think it's because it affects all of us personally and financially and sometimes professionally, depending on your, your situation at your work. And that's the mission of this show is to shine a little bit of light on what's going on in Washington, help you understand all of the changes and give you some a little bit of advice and knowledge that you can use as you're going out in your day-to-day life to look at some of these things uh, that, that are going to affect you with regards to your health and your pocketbook. My top uh, story this week is going to be looking at the the Congressional Budget Office um, score. That That's the, the term that they use when they look at a piece of legislation. Uh, the GOP went on the uh, early, uh, I guess, a preemptive strike, I guess I would call it, by downplaying what the CBO uh, report would say. They were estimating that it was not going to really have much of uh, an impact on the whole overall process. They're trying to do some preemptive damage control, I guess I could say, because the, this, the new report did create a lot of uh, challenges politically for getting this thing through. They're going to try and get this done by Easter break. That is the goal, according to my sources inside Washington, and I think that's a very lofty goal because and the reason why is you need to understand the congressional schedule and how that all works, they, they kind of look at their their year in, in almost like quarters or, or seasons and it's all centered around their annual or their recesses that they have where they go back and do their work in their own home districts and those can be sometimes up to several weeks like in in the month of August. but then around the federal holidays they'll usually take each week off, and work in their, in their home district. And so we've got the Easter break coming up. This is an important first stop uh, in, the, in the first uh, year of, of a new Congress, and uh, they're looking to act to, to get this through. And the Congressional Budget Office threw a wrinkle into that as the uh, AHDA goes to the House Budget Committee this week where they expect to advance it to the Rules Committee, and they actually did actually, excuse me, they did advance it to the Rules Committee where it will now be amended. and uh, the Congressional Budget Office estimating that number one, uh, some folks are under current levels, which is the ACA. And remember this the law is not perfect and I think almost anybody can agree with that. We're going to play some clips of uh, the president going on offense uh, against the actual uh, ACA or Obamacare law because it is having some fundamental failures in the insurance market. The question, of course, is whether or not this new piece of legislation will actually make things better or will it cause them to become worse. The Congressional Budget Office estimating under current levels that we're going to see uh, the, 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 the folks with insurance potentially go down, and that is because there's going to be less financial assistance through uh, cost-sharing assistance, and they're getting rid of the subsidy program and replacing them with refundable tax credits. And that is going to, according to the CBO, cause up to 14 million people to uh, not have insurance over the next 10 years. The number you might see in the media is the 24 million. And and the difference between the two is uh, we're factoring in Medicaid and the the change of uh, expanding Medicaid up to a certain income level, like the Affordable Care Act does, transitioning it to, in 2020, giving... States the actual dollars per on a per capita basis, so every person on Medicaid getting a per capita reimbursement, and I think this is going to have all kinds of um, discussion in every single state legislature as what is the future of their own budgetary situation going to be. We'll look at that in in segment three, but the Congressional Budget Office saying twenty four million between Medicaid and uh, the uh, changes in, in coverage, um, eligibility subsidies. Now, here I go using that word coverage. <laughs> They're saying 24 people are going to, 24 million people in the next 10 years could potentially lose uh, their in their benefits that, that they have right now. And so we're going to get inside that report when we come back and look at the numbers and, and see if they actually are right. Because on the flip side, there are some positive news items in the report, especially if you're one of those that thinks that our country's finances are in uh, very deplorable shape because the, uh, the the scaling back of the Affordable Care Act through the AHCA is looking to uh, reduce deficit spending over the same 10-year period. And if accurate, and we'll look at this as well, it could actually lower costs. It's just going to be a rocky few years to get there. We'll break that down when we come back here on America's Healthcare Challenge. 402-342-1290 is the number. 1-800-577-1290 is also a way to get in touch with us. Also on our Facebook page, you can comment during the week where we're putting these things out. And the Edie Bellis Newsroom is a really great resource where we're we're giving you a little bit more in-depth analysis to the things that we're talking about. You should maybe check that out during the week as well. I will be right back.
3: No one wants to claim this bill. If it's so good, why aren't they rushing to have their names on it? Trump wants to call it Ryan Care. Ryan wants to call it Trump Care.
6: Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or work outing is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more.
1: Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move: a courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And Two Men in a Truck will help you watch your budget too. Don't stress; let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business move. Go to TwoMenInATruck.com. Two Men in a Truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A plus rating from the Better
7: Business Bureau. Caring for People's Services is a company who's compassionate about helping others. Um, we really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services. As basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life.
4: If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today at 402-334-6900. Or visit us at CaringForPeopleServices.com.
2: Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call. 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286.
3: The cat sat on the you worked hard, scraped and saved for years, and thought you had everything figured out for retirement. Now you're looking at higher premiums, healthcare costs, and uncertainty with your doctor. Let Ed Bellis help you solve this problem and find the right program for you. Go to edbellisinc.com and request a free consultation. At Ed Bellis, we know healthcare. Take control of your company's
2: healthcare costs with self funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self funded.com to learn more and Sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs.
6: Looking for the most exclusive club downtown? The perfect place for your next dining experience, event, or workouting is the Omaha Press Club. With an amazing view of Omaha and featuring a certified executive chef and event coordinator, what are you waiting for? Click omahapressclub.com to learn more.
3: Capital in the campaign, political capital, and now I intend to spend it. And now I intend to spend it. You're listening to
4: America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire on News Talk 1290. Join the conversation on Facebook at hashtag America's Healthcare Challenge or like our page at Facebook.com backslash America's Healthcare Challenge.
2: This is a Robin Hood proposal in reverse. We're throwing 5 to 10 million people off of health insurance, raising premiums for low-income and working-class people, defunding Planned Parenthood, denying over 2 million women the right to get health care where they want. But the good news is, for all of you who are watching, if you're in the top 2%, Republicans are there
4: for you—a very significant tax break.
5: <laughs> That's Bernie Sanders calling the uh, Congressional Budget Office uh, analysis and the uh, AHCA overall the op basically the opposite of Robin Hood, Robin Hood in reverse, Robin Hood taking from the rich, giving to the poor. The he, him asserting that uh, the AHCA taking from the poor and giving to the rich. Alan Hager joining us. Uh, on America's Healthcare Challenge, contributor extraordinaire, Alan. Uh, what was your your thoughts? I, I feel like um, I wish we could uh, go back to the future one week when we predicted that a lot of the things in the CBO report would come true. Your reaction?
8: Right, yeah. No, you're totally accurate on that, that you know that the CBO report come out, it said it would cut the deficit, but that more people would be uninsured, that premiums likely could go up. Uh, that the deductibles could go up. So, you know, it was a very mixed bag, and I see that the uh, Republicans are, you know, whether it's the OMB releasing their own score, showing something completely different, uh, to just uh, slamming the CBO, saying that this is not accurate in any way, that, you know, oh, let's look at Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, where they overestimated the number of people that would be on uh the exchanges, so you know, for the most part, it was very much a mixed bag. Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. What do you think? uh Do you think they're going to be able to get this done by the Easter recess? I know that's a deadline that they're they're kind of trying to propose and push because they want to be able to get to some of their other domestic agenda items. I, I think it's an uphill battle. What do you think?
8: Well, I do also think that it's an uphill battle and. You know, when you hear Susan Collins coming out yesterday saying she's not in support of the AHCA, that really puts uh, arms on one member, of, uh, one member of the Senate. And so, uh, you know, in Louisiana, John Kennedy, the new senator from that state, he's getting uh, pressure uh, to vote against it. And it's going to be a lot of circling the wagons around certain Republicans uh, who come from moderate states, John McCain and others uh to try and uh defeat this in the Senate
5: what was um one of your biggest surprises in in the report i i I was surprised that it it, it uh reduced the deficit accor- allegedly by by three hundred and thirty two i believe or three hundred thirty seven right in that number right in that range
8: big. yeah um I, I think that it actually cut the deficit I think for me. Uh, was one of the uh, biggest takeaways, uh, biggest surprises in this bill. But again, the way they structured the legislation with uh, Medicaid and elimination of Medicaid expansion and some of the other provisions and in taxes inside of the Affordable Care Act, you know, also helped lower that, or uh, uh, you know come to the conclusion, at least in the according of the CBO, that it was going to lower the deficit and not raise that. I still have my questions about that whole thought process because where do you find the funding for some of these programs inside the American Health Care Act is still a big question.
9: Hey Alan Matt here, hey I got a question I got a question for you as well, along the same lines that you and Sean are just talking about. Um, you know, what are the chances that you know we've seen a lot of the the narrative right now that the Freedom Caucus, guys like uh, Rand Paul are pushing back against um, these types of pushing back against the bill that's up right now. Uh, where's right. where where is it in the conversation right now that uh, medicaid Is actually going to be insolvent uh, in about ten years from now. I mean, they they they, they want to push for this Medicaid expansion. uh, Both both the what we would call moderates in both parties, or I like to call them progressives, but you know they want to push for these ideas like expanding Medicaid. And then the pushback, the narrative, uh, you know, the pushback is from Democrats is that you know we're gonna we're gonna kill Grandma, right? We're gonna throw Grandma off the cliff and that sort of thing. But where's the where is this in the conversation from the Republicans uh, that Medicaid is doomed to fail? By 2028, according to some bipartisan, uh, you know, budgeting groups, where, where is that? Why is there no pushback from Republicans on this idea of expanding uh, entitlements programs?
8: Well, I would, I think, Matt, that's a great question, and and that's something that I know I've been asking, and and Rand Paul, Mike Lee, and Jim Jordan and others have been asking that same question now you that the media hasn't been focused on that. They've been focused on the Republicans and killing grandma. They're trying to kill uh, the poor and and, and indignant people as well within this legislation. Um, But uh, it is there. There is a a strong group of of, uh, liberty warriors uh, on the Freedom Caucus that that are pushing back. Um, It's quite interesting when you see uh, those... On the on the right, Jim Jordan and, and others saying that uh, this is not the way to go, especially in Medicaid. Um, you do see some some uh, very narrow glimpse of, of light within some type of Medicaid reform uh, in this legislation, actually, where uh, you know they're talking about block granting dollars back to the states. Now, here's my uh, thing about Medicaid first off I can tell you now a lot of the hospitals and uh, are, are coming out against the afford of the uh, American Health Care Act because of a lot of the changes within the insurance and, and people who are losing uh, insurance but also from a provider impact perspective because it does change the payment uh, plan, the pay- the way hospitals and doctors are paid um, but I would also say that this specific plan, the, afford, the American Health Care Act, gives states uh, incentive to basically load up their, uh, their, their, their Medicaid plans with, with people through 2020. Because if the more, the more people you have on there, the more money is going to come from the federal government. That's a huge issue that nobody's talking about right now.
5: It's almost like the um you remember the, the the concept of spiking with the pensions, you know how folks would work exactly. That's what they're they're gonna do spiking. That's a scary thing to think about.
8: Yeah, totally, Sean. That that is something to be totally frightened of within Medicaid. And and because this plan specifically lays that out in that form.
5: Right. Well, you you got available for one more segment. We're up against a timeout. I want to get more into this Medicaid issue on providers, and what it yes, means for. Uh, all right, we'll we'll uh, we're, we'll take a timeout here, and be right back with uh, a little bit more with Alan Hager, and uh, we're gonna break down this this issue of of what he just talked about, which I think is is incredibly important. Potentially, states spiking their medicaid rolls in order to get more money from the federal government is your head spinning because mine kind of is that is so much money moving around i I don't know if you ever saw the show the wire but one of my favorite shows ever on hbo and they always said follow the money and that's what we're trying to do we'll be right back Are you
2: about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare Solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call: 402-502-5286. 402-502-5286. Hiring employees, complying with regulatory changes, and so on, makes it hard to focus on running your business. Let Simplify HR Solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click SimplifyHRSolutions.com to learn more.
6: I can't take this anymore. My company just got a letter from the IRS about Obamacare and I don't know what it means. It's so confusing with compliance, changes in health insurance, managing employees. It, it's just too much. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis. Who? Sean McGuire. He created a company called E.D. Bellis to help people just like you. But it sounds expensive. It's a fraction of the penalties you might pay. The
1: people at E.D. Bellis are always trying to find ways to save money and have services for companies of any size. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis at 402-884-9020. He'll find a way for your company to save thousands on health care and prescription drugs as well as compliance costs. Your first consultation is free. Call Sean McGuire at E.D. Bellis, 402-884-9020. 402-884-9020 at E.D. Bellis. They'll help you solve the problem.
10: Healing Tree is Omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual, couples, and family therapy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work, depressed, or angry. Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance, and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic Old Market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com.
2: Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to
3: take control of your company's health care costs. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today.
4: This is America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. I just see a huge train wreck come down. On News Talk 1290, join the conversation by calling 1-800-577-1290 or online at healthreformexplained.com. Once again, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
5: Later in the show, I'm going to read you some of the clips or read you some of the comments on our Facebook page. Just check it out, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. See at least a we'll post today there with uh, past segments, analysis, insights, and a lot of actually entertainment, just seeing a lot of people chime in. Everybody's got their own story on there, so I encourage you to check out uh, that when you have a moment. Uh, don't do it while you're driving, though, if you're listening right now. We're talking with Alan Hager and uh, Matt Barrows here uh, today, and we are uh, discussing Medicaid. And last segment before the timeout, I brought down how big of a problem this could be for state governments i just don't know that i like the direction that either side is going with any changes that that they're going to be i mean they call it obamacare light but i think uh state governments state legislatures might uh need to start working full time if they change some of these things what do you think about that alan
8: John, can you repeat that? I lost you there for just a moment. I was saying
5: uh, state governments are going to be uh, under a lot of problems because of the capitated reimbursement and and things that people don't understand. Do you think they might have to go to being full-time instead of part-time with these changes?
8: I do think they would have to go to full-time just because when you look at everything and the way it's laid out, it's very much structured that way.
5: Medicaid is a uh, it's a, a, a an entitlement program that is a partnership, so to speak, in that federal and state. It's federally and and state funded. And in our in our state, is Medicaid the number one budgetary expense, or is it number two? You know, it is
8: number uh, it is number one. Uh, the top debt uh, and education are the top two expenses in the state of Nebraska.
5: Okay, so that and then, and it's probably like that all all across the country. So how are these people gonna be able to be able to handle a, a fundamental change of their program? Not saying that it doesn't need to be reformed because the pro the, the 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 Medicaid program is on is on life support financially, I think, over the next ten years. There's something that well, has to be done, but I don't know that they're gonna like this approach.
8: Well, and I, I would I would agree with you that first off, Medicaid is on life support. I mean When you're seeing constant increases in cost of care, uh, where you don't necessarily see those costs in the private insurance models, uh, any type of large increase, large increases over the next 10 years in Medicaid is absolutely unsustainable. And so uh, when you look at that, you know, states like California that are constantly in the red and Colorado and uh, Arizona and New York especially uh, the, the blue states that seem to be the, have the most problems with their budget are the states where we're going to see a lot of the problems exist for them to be able to figure out how to uh, provide care at a cheaper cost.
5: And that could be possibly problematic for beneficiaries, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yes, and
8: so Y'all Yo, totally, I, you know, because the, cause here's the thing, when, when when Medicaid is already only providing about care and payment at about six cents out of every, you know, about 60 percent, so 60 cents out of every dollar. And here for the last, oh, what, five, six years, it's been 100 percent for those who are now covered, uh, and that's going away in 2020. Uh, you have a very uh, a, a group of uh, hospitals and clinicians and, and providers that are very skeptical of any change that the federal government is going to do that promotes and promises payments at a certain level.
5: How about uh, you did uh, some research onto the impact of the Medicaid expansion on rural hospitals? Do you think they're going to like th- this new model?
8: No, because our their, their uh, organizations and their cells are they're coming out against the affordable the American Health Care Act because uh, again, the thing the same things apply to rural health care in uh, this organization and, and the way that they look at how they receive payments. And so I think again, they're already running slim margins, very slim less than in some cases less than two percent. Uh, and so then, uh, when you add this on top of, it, uh, and you take away some of those dollars, uh, you create a, a, a possibility that there could be more hospital closures. Now, I will tell you that I've had conversations with, uh, Senator Merv Reapy, who used to be a, a, hospital CEO, uh, and I've talked to him about this exact, uh, scenario, uh, back when we were talking about this with the Affordable Care Act, and he said, hey if they're going to if they're going to dance with that then you know they have to uh you know they have to understand that the the situation that they're going to be in when they're dealing with the federal government so at some point some of these hospitals might actually have to take ownership of those issues
5: yep and that's it's even harder i think one of the top issues that they're already grappling with is just how to handle all these changes that are coming down from anything yes. Any uh, final things uh, on your radar this week before we let you go?
8: Well, I would have to say that uh, in the Senate, you know, you're looking at probably a 51 to 49 right now, 50-50. So it very likely could come down to maybe a uh, one senator or the vice president. Um, I would be watching, frankly, I would be watching Louisiana, and I would be watching Arizona. Uh, Senator Flake and Senator McCain. And uh, uh, so I would be watching those three. Um, our senators here in Nebraska have said that they will vote uh, for the AHCA, uh, And so, uh, again, I think uh, you've got a lot of moving parts, a lot of people putting a lot of pressure on things. And so uh, I would definitely say uh, watch the Senate. Um, and I would also, if I were uh, those uh, that were concerned about Medicaid uh, dollars, I would be getting uh, a hold of your your senator. But I would also be reaching out to your government and your HH, the HHS department in your state to find out what plans that they're trying to come up with to figure out how to navigate through this mess.
5: Yeah, they better have something in plan. Hey, Alan, thanks so much for your time on the show. Well, we'll talk to you later.
8: Thank you so much, Sean, for having me, and uh, have a great rest of your show.
5: Thanks. Uh, We will uh, appreciate it. That's Alan Hager. You can uh, find his uh, previous segments on our Facebook page uh, last week, and in particular uh, had some of his good thoughts if you want to learn more about what what he's uh, thinking on this. When we come back, we're going to look at uh, the art of the repeal. Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, going on offense, trying to get this thing passed. He's actually reaching – out to members of Congress, inviting him for bowling last week. Now he's on the uh, offensive, taking it to the people. We'll play some of his comments, talk about why his deal-making is going to be paramount, if there is going to be anything passed to change the Affordable Care
7: Act. Caring for People's Services is a company who's compassionate, about helping others. Um, we really want to make sure that everybody has a fulfilling life no matter what stage of their life they're in. We have a really dedicated staff of caregivers. They go into people's homes and they provide all kinds of services. As basic as companionship, somebody who just needs a little bit of extra love and care. So they go into the homes and just depending on what that client needs, they're gonna make sure that they attend to those needs. We just really believe in the value of providing non-medical services to people in their homes. It gives people the independence and the confidence to live the way that they choose to live their life.
4: If you or a loved one needs help, call Caring for People Services today at 402-334-6900 or visit us at caringforpeopleservices.com.
2: Hiring employees complying with regulatory changes and so on makes it hard to focus on running your business. let simplify HR solutions help. We're an outsourced human resource management organization with more than a century of combined experience helping people just like you. Click simplifyhrsolutions.com to learn more. Are you about to turn 65 or currently on Medicare? The healthcare system can be a complex and frustrating maze, but it doesn't have to be. Holly and HKG Medicare solutions are here to help. Need help planning for healthcare expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan? Her advice is is absolutely free and specific to you. HKG Medicare Solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement plans. To schedule a consultation, give Holly a call, 402-502-5286, 402-502-5286. Healing Tree
10: is Omaha's premier counseling agency providing individual, couples, and family therapy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed at work, depressed, or angry. Bill, Laura, and their team are there to help. All of the therapists at Healing Tree are professional and understand your situation. They accept most insurance and they're confidential. Located in Omaha's historic Old Market, their office is one of a kind and a great way to escape the stress of everyday life. Check HealingTreeOmaha.com to learn more. That's HealingTreeOmaha.com.
2: Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care
3: costs. Marketplace Nebraska is a full-service resource for anyone who needs help with their individual and business health insurance needs. If you got a tax bill from the IRS for not purchasing health insurance, let us help you. With more than 1,000 people. People helped into Obamacare so far, we can get you signed up fast and over the phone. Depending on your age and income, policies can be as low as $20 a month. Click MarketplaceNebraska.com to learn more and sign up today.
4: America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290 is produced by E.D. Bellis and presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, self funded plan administrators, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, and Caring for People Services. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire.
0: We are going to repeal and replace horrible, disastrous Obamacare. If we leave Obamacare in place, millions and millions of people will be forced off their plans. And your senators just told me that in your state, you're down to practically no insurers. You can have nobody. You can have nobody. And this is true all over. The insurers are fleeing. The insurers are fleeing. It's a catastrophic situation and there's nothing to compare anything to because Obamacare won't be around for a year or two it's it's gone so it's not like oh gee they have this Obamacare is gone premiums will continue to soar double digits and even triple digits in many cases it will drain our budget and destroy our jobs remember all of the broken promises you can keep your doctor you can keep your plan Remember the wise guy, remember the wise guy that essentially said the American people, the so-called architect, the American people are stupid because they approved it.
5: (laughs) That's uh, we're gonna show you'll hear that clip. But that is the president going on offense. I have Matt. I have never seen a president operate like this. He is really a deal maker, and we wanted to start coining the phrase "art of the repeal" because it it's going to. This is just the beginning of the negotiation. And if you actually read his book, have you read that book? I have not read the okay. book. I should, though. I it's really pretty good. To- it, it's pretty good. It almost sound, it sounds just like him, uh, some of the ways that he talks and everything. But there's just – he outlines some of the big deals that he made to get, get going, but he talks about some of the, the parts al- along the way. And, and one of them is you really just kind of throw something out there and then just let people – put put it out there and then you, you go from there. And I think that's where they are. Absolutely.
9: Well, you know, you see this kind of, I don't want to call it a strong arm tactic, but it's what it's what the president has is the power of the, of the pulpit, right? The, the president has that ability as the president to just take the stage whenever he wants it and put his message out there, however he wants to do it. And you saw president Trump do that in Nashville, Tennessee this week. But you know, what was also what I thought was more effective for me um, you know, from someone who, you know, lives their life predominantly on a, on a university campus these days and someone who is a conservative on a university campus um, is the way President Trump, what he did, I think it was Monday when he sat down with... Oh, yeah. He sat down, I think they were in. they were in some part of the White House, I'm not, I'm not sure, but he had all these people that were representing um, different areas of the healthcare care system, but then he also had people in there talking about they were real people, they were real Americans, Talking about their struggles with Obamacare. One woman talking about how she had to, you know, she was mostly a stay at home mom, but she had to go out and get another job just to cover Obamacare. But at the end of the day, it was a net loss from what she was making versus having to pay for Obamacare because she didn't get the subsidies now because her income went up. Wow. Right? The perverse incentives. Right. So, what does that actually do? So, Obamacare, just like just like any other socialist you know, uh, policy usually does, is it de-incentivizes the work that someone can do, and it incentivizes people not to work, and it incentivizes people to take government subsidies as opposed to being able to have their own personal responsibility for their finances. But it wasn't just this one woman. It was person after person, and he, and he developed this entire narrative that basically destroyed the media's narrative right now that Obamacare is great and that Obamacare is working and that there's nothing wrong here. Right.
5: And I mean, he just keeps calling it a disaster, a disaster, disaster. But then that's the headline that starts to come on. It's I I just the style, I believe, of this president is going to be written about in in history books because just the way that he's gone about it has been and and we have technology and all of these new mediums to, to communicate. You can Say what you like about his Twitter habits. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably have a, have opinion on that. But I guess my point is he understands the power of social media to communicate, and well, he uses it whenever he needs to well, to get what he needs to get done. He's
9: not a Washington guy, right? He's not a product of Washington. He hasn't had the uh, you know he hasn't been moderated by all these different special interest groups. He just he's doing whatever he thinks is the right thing to do, whether that be for good, whether that be for bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's some things with, that he does that I disagree with. There's some things that he does that I agree with. But for better or for worse, he's not being influenced by social uh, by special interest groups or, or and he takes he takes his message to social media. And he 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 represents his own sourcing of information and his own sourcing of the news. He, he gets his own sources and puts out his own narrative, which oftentimes goes against what the predominant narrative is being put out by the by the media.
5: Right. So some things uh, I, I just did a little research. I, I read the art of the deal, but um, some of the things that always stood out to me is one of them was. uh the 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 term he uses called fighting back essentially you don't you basically fight back I think that's probably what got him into the White House and I think probably what's causing him to be a polarizing figure but he's not the type of person that's just gonna sit there and take it and I think that's refreshing to some people
9: he's completely un- unapologetic I mean you saw uh, four years was it four or eight years prior Mitt Romney just got destroyed just for being rich. You know, people just the media hate him. There's how can how can a rich person actually represent the views of the people? And I, you know, Donald Trump was unapologetic. You know, they went after him. You know, we saw the crash and burn on uh, Miss Maddow's uh, on Rachel Maddow's show of his tax returns. He's unapologetic of the money that he makes and his and his wealth and. You know, when when they asked him about taxes, and he said, "Yeah, I'm paying as little in taxes as I as I possibly can." Isn't that what everybody else does? Yeah. I mean, he's unapologetic.
5: Which, by the way, that was an interesting side oh, note man. that came through was the um, how how much uh, he, he paid in taxes that flop uh, on MSNBC where they released his his tax return. How, I mean, the person he's probably paid over paid over a hundred million dollars in taxes in his life. Would, easily. Yeah, if I would he, say maybe more. If, yeah. Just that one year, he's he paid, paid $38 million. Million. Maybe he's paid like a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, $38 million
9: just in 2005 alone, $38 million. Yeah. I mean, sorry, folks, but we need... <laughs> the rich are the ones paying for this country. I mean, yeah. they really do. The rich are the ones that are paying the bills in this country. Because most people, most people I know, they get that earned income tax credit. I mean, we yeah. make money on taxes, right? So I'm like, yeah.
5: But I was just thinking like if... Think about an average person. I wonder if they pay in like a million dollars over their lifetime or somebody with like some moderate success or something like that. Yeah. But that's like a ton of money. Like I, I get, would get upset paying a million dollars because like there's no way I'm getting a million dollars in return. And, and that's another thing is people don't have a discussion about the value of your, your tax dollars. But some of the concepts he talks about, Matt, thinking big. That was one of the things in his book, Art of the Deal. Now doing it, let's see if we can apply it to the art of the repeal. <laughs> P- protect your downside and the upside will take care of itself. Maximize your options. Know your market. Use your leverage. There's the bully pulpit. Like you're, He's definitely using that. Absolutely.
9: And I think what, what was the the one you just said? Uh, maximize your leverage and then uh, your options. Having as your options. Maximize you know, your options. Maximize yeah. your options. And how does he do that? Is he starts out with, you know, we're going to, he comes up with these outrageous things that the media runs with, right? But to me, I've always just seen those kind of outrageous things that he's saying as like a starting point in the negotiation. Yeah. You and, know?
5: They, and they talk about that in the book. He, he says, uh, Maxim, I've never, quote, I never get too attached to one deal or one approach. I keep a lot of balls in the air because most deals fall out no matter how promising they seem. And we've also first. seen that with this with this new bill, right? Right, there's a bunch of different
9: You hear you know whether if you if you watch a Fox News as a junkie like I do or whether you watch any of the other news programs, you know, you're hearing all these different stories, you know. Rand uh, excuse me, Paul Ryan for example says this is a binary choice, right? We don't have no options, one or the other. But then if you hear Rand Paul after he got out of a interview uh, after he got out of a meeting with President Trump, He's saying, well, President Trump didn't frame it that way. President Trump's saying he's willing to listen to all sides and any sides and whoever wants to talk to him about something. So it seems to me like he's always open to negotiate.
5: Yeah. Uh, Seven, get the word out. Eight, fight back. Like I said, and he says, quote, in most cases, I'm very easy to get along with. I'm very good to people who are good to me. But when people treat me badly or unfairly or try to take advantage of me, my general attitude all my life has been to fight back very hard. (laughs) <laughs> and he's living up. I mean, this is him in the 80s saying this. So like, this is nothing new. This is who who he is as a person. Number nine, Matt, this is the most important. Deliver the goods. And this is the ultimate question. Can he deliver the goods on health care? And then 10, contain the costs. Those are kind of kind of the, the big ones. I think
9: there. he's from from where he's sitting and what his uh, what he can do as the president. I think he's already started to deliver. On those promises that he made on the campaign trail, I mean, a lot of things that he's already delivered on. You can't see, uh, you know, the regulations. Some, I I, I heard a figure of some twelve hundred regulations he's already gotten rid of uh, that were on businesses that were on American businesses that were making it hard for them to compete on the global market, yeah. and he has gotten rid of those things. And that's why you see Yellen uh, talking about raising the interest rates probably every single time she gets a shot. She's going to raise those interest rates, but guess what? You saw no reaction in the stock market over the week, none whatsoever. Why? Because it's not happening concurrent with all these regulations. Yeah, you know these businesses are seeing regulations coming down, and they're saying, okay, well, we could probably eat at half a quarter of a percentage interest rate hike because we've got all these regulations, and we're gonna yeah, we're s-. not
5: having to spend money to comply with exactly. Yeah. So
9: for them, it's a it's a, it's there's no there's no net gain or net loss. It's it's even. They're breaking even on it. So you're not going to see the stock market get ready to crash every single time during President Obama's. But
5: it would during Obama because they would just, all, just they the yes, all they had to do was mention it. all they had to do was
9: say, "Hey,
5: we might," right, right. and then and the, all and of a sudden the was, stock
9: market would went down like four or five hundred points over the week. Well, and they now they say we're definitely going to raise it, and the stock market doesn't even hiccup.
5: Nothing yeah. happens because there's actually economic policies and somewhat of a certainty that's out right. there, and. If you want uh, more on that, you should check out some of the columns on our on our website where we explain that. Let's take uh, our time out last time out of of the game here, and when we come back, we're going to give you our final thoughts and read some of the comments from our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash America's Healthcare Challenge, and one more story to share with you. Uh, they the president did release his budget, so we'll go through the five healthcare. Uh, winners and eight losers uh, under the the new proposed budget. It's nice to actually have a, a budgetary process going on. It's kind of a, a it's new uh, given where we've been the last several years. We'll be right back.
6: You've seen the movie Father of the Bride. When it comes to weddings, there's enough to worry about. Consider the Omaha Press Club as the venue for your baby's big day. With memberships as low as $15 per month, rentals are free for members. And we have an executive chef who will design the perfect menu for you. Click omahapressclub.com and our event coordinator and wedding planner will contact you for a zero-obligation consultation. That's omahapressclub.com. The Omaha Press Club,
1: where you belong. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And Two Men in a Truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two Men in a Truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau.
2: frustrating maze but it doesn't have to be holly and hkg medicare solutions are here to help need help planning for health care expenses in retirement or choosing the right plan her advice is absolutely free and specific to you hkg medicare solutions is contracted and authorized to consult on medicare advantage and medicare supplement plans to schedule a consultation give holly a call 402-502-5286 402-502-5286 Take control of your company's health care costs with self-funded plan administrators. If you're feeling the pain of Obamacare, we have innovative solutions for your organization. Click self-funded.com to learn more and sign up for our exclusive white paper to take control of your company's health care costs.
10: Lack of transparency
8: is a huge political advantage. And basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. Call the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really, really critical to getting the thing to pass.
4: This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290. For more or the latest news inside Washington on healthcare, visit the show's website, healthreformexplained.com. Now, here is your host, Sean McGuire.
5: Welcome back to the show. Covering a lot uh, of things here this week. Always going fast, as as always. Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Want to just read you a couple of, of comments on that page. It's just interesting when people do the, go, do the back and forth. And we've got a lot of people. Uh, somebody calling our page fake news. I thought that was <laughs> kind of funny, <laughs> man. This is like the opposite of uh, fake news. Uh, John calling us uh, says this is fake news. Um, <laughs> Uh, Scott saying they want us out of the way in the ER so they can close the door to access, but they say I have a choice. What is that? Eat or go to the doctor? Roof or go to the doctor? Interesting perspective. Uh, Grab them by the pod, the podcast. Jesse was on our show. Uh, One of our major problems with this bill is that in the short term, millions of people will be losing health insurance. While it may reduce the deficit in the long term... That will be likely cold comfort for those with issues. Now, the administration likes to say that every anyone who wants insurance can have insurance, but fails to mention that people can't have it if they can't afford it. And I, that is kind of almost like uh, the pre-existing by condition by cost right. argument I've I've talked about. Uh, you got you you got a comment, man? Well, I was
9: just saying all this madness with coverage. You know, everybody yes, wants yes. to talk coverage, coverage, coverage. You know, God bless them. Even our own Matt Tompkins here on twelve ninety. That he he was interviewing uh, Representative Baking yesterday. He wanted to talk about all the people that are losing coverage. Okay, but even the people that have "quote unquote" coverage have ten thousand dollar deductibles and three thousand dollar a month premiums. Is that coverage? That's not coverage.
5: It's semantics. Coverage is just coverage. Coverage doesn't mean that it's actually a- you have access to to care. And and yeah, the b- people can maybe afford the premium, but they can't afford the deductible, and that's why medical. Bankruptcies are up there. Wow. We're already done with the the week. Thanks, Matt, for a great show as always. Thanks to Alan Hager for his contributions and to you for listening. If you'd like to learn more and uh, want some advice on how this could benefit you personally or your business, please consider checking out edballisinc.com. They're the organization that produces and sponsors uh, the uh, content of this show. The show is also sponsored by HKG Medicare Solutions, yep. the Omaha Press Club, self funded plan administrators caring for people services, and you for listening. We really appreciate it. We will see you next time.